0: the perfect way to eat a cupcake, a new taco invention, and almost burning down a Dunkin' Donuts. This week, we're in Seattle. Traveling the world to bring you delicious dishes, tasty beverages, and interesting experiences. This is the Destination Eat Drink Podcast on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. I'm Brent Peterson. Welcome to Destination Eat Drink, the travel podcast for foodies. This is where we explore the world's great food and great drinks at DestinationEatDrink.com and here on the Destination Eat Drink podcast. Great to have you here. This week, we're talking about amazing Cambodian food, mac and yees, not mac and cheese, and hipster coffee with rated V's Eunice Reyes. But first, if you've been enjoying Destination Eat Drink, be sure to stay up to date on everything we do by subscribing to our newsletter. If you just listened to the podcast, you might not know that I post tons of stories and foodie travel guides at DestinationEatDrink.com. I also make videos on YouTube. So subscribe to the newsletter at DestinationEatDrink.com and stay on top of all of it. And thank you. Eunice Reyes is an author, author, and the founder and host of Rated V, a very popular YouTube channel about incredible vegan food all over the world. Eunice was on the podcast a few months ago. She told me about Spain and her book, Ultimate Spain, Vegan Food Guide. This time, Eunice and I talk about her former hometown of Seattle, Washington. We talk about Chili Relanos and the best coffee spots that aren't Starbucks, as well as a chocolate cake that's sure to make your mouth water. Okay, I'm starving. How about you? Let's eat. Destination Eat Drink. Eunice Reyes, welcome back to Destination Eat Drink. It's great to have you back on the podcast. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you for having me again.
0: You know, since the last time we talked, you put out a video, you put out a lot of videos, but you put out a video that I thought was just great about the, uh, your top 10 favorite foods from 2022. Now I know we're into 2023 now, but I haven't talked to you since then. So I wanted to start the conversation, uh, before we get into Seattle, just talking about a couple of those things that you thought were the tops for 2022.
1: Yes. And actually, it was a top 15 because I, I initially wanted to do 10. And then I was like, wait, I have way too many tops. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so hard, like recapping over the year, like some of the best things that you eat and like what made an impression. And just like a couple things. So like, number one, I've never had cambodian food period and then in la when i went to this vegan night market called the vegan playground which i encourage everyone to go to it's one of the best night markets in la and there's always food trucks and a good vibe um multiple locations um throughout the week but there is a stand her name is uh stray the owner and the place is called stray vegan and when i went there the first time she gave me this plate which is called the hookup but she hooks you up with two dishes. <laughs> so one of them was okay. fried vegan shrimp, and she had put this coconut condensed cream on top. Oh my goodness! It was a game changer. I was like, and and the rice is like this garlic coconut sticky rice. So it's like sweet and sticky and savory at the same. Time. It's delicious, and then like. Oh, wow. This last time we went, like, so the time I, the first time I went, she gave me what was called look luck. It was like, which is traditionally a beef dish in, in, you know, in Cambodian cuisine, but she had made it vegan, obviously. And it was just so juicy and savory and delicious. And then the second, I just recently came back from LA and I had it again because like I need to have this dish again. Um, And she made me the, (laughs) the pork version. And that was also equally amazing. I think I might actually like that one better than the beef. One. They're both delicious. Don't get me wrong. But, um, it's just amazing. It's such a great dish. Um, but if you get the fried trip, make sure to ask for the coconut condensed milk on top because that, that really does take it to the next level. It kind of needs it. And then another thing that made an impression from that video was a, it was called the heartwarming soup. And I had that in Brussels out of all places. And it was a, um, a Taiwanese restaurant because Brussels is so, uh, it's such a metropolitan city. So there's people from everywhere, right? And, um, and it, I think it might've left an impression because it was, it's literally called the heartwarming soup. And it was literally heartwarming. It was delicious and, warm, and it, it was amazing because that day it was pouring rain and it was cold. So when you have a soup that tastes amazing in the cold you're just like my life is made right now
0: <laughs> perfect environment for soup right a exactly. cold or any day that's when you want to have soup
1: exactly but i definitely encourage you to see the video just to kind of see little like you know uh little snippets of different cities and what the you know food they have to offer, you know, it was part of ranking them. I, I really was like, I don't know, I wish you would give them all number ones. <laughs> but um, all the food is delicious. And it's just amazing how much you can find it throughout the world now.
0: And we'll have a link to the video in the show notes. And yeah, definitely want to watch that because it's it's highly entertaining. And you got food from all over the world. So it's it's great. But we've got you here today for to talk about Seattle because you yeah. lived in Seattle for quite a while. And so I thought, man, we should have Eunice on to talk about Seattle. And as I was putting together the topics to talk to you about Seattle, of course, the thing that comes at the very top of the list, first thing is coffee. Because everyone knows you've got Starbucks from Seattle, I think Pete's Coffee is from Seattle too, isn't it? Oh yeah. That's not where it. That's not where it all starts and ends, you know. I'm I'm sure mm-hmm. Seattleites they're not they're not going to Starbucks every day for their local no. for their uh <laughs> for their daily cup of Joe, right? So tell me about the coffee scene in Seattle. It must be amazing.
1: Yes. So first, I want to start by saying I lived in Seattle for five years, and I actually that's where I started my plant based journey was in Seattle. I became vegetarian when I was living there. And I was basically mostly vegan. I had already started my transition phase there. And so just exploring a lot of the plant-based food that is offered in Seattle was so much fun. And they have a lot to offer. The Pacific Northwest in general, like between Seattle, Portland, Vancouver, Canada, you can find a plethora of options. And um so starting with coffee, 1,000% nobody really goes to starbucks for their date like if they're gonna go out to a coffee shop they do not go to starbucks starbucks is kind of like the fast food i just need something now coffee like if you're at work and you just wanted to go out for coffee you'll just go downstairs go to starbucks right like it's kind of it fits its purpose you know it's not bad and it is you know it did start in seattle and you know people take the tons of photos or there's always thousands of people waiting in line at Pike Place Market for the quote unquote original Starbucks, which actually I heard wasn't actually the original. It's just like one of the second ones, but it was the first one, you know, they made it in Pike Place. So it's a touristy location, right? Um so people love going there and taking photos. I mean and there's nothing wrong with Starbucks. let's just put it that way like it's seattle has just so many coffee shops and so many people that take coffee so seriously they find local roasters they're all about you know being eco-friendly they try to be uh fair sourcing you know in different countries so like they take coffee so seriously you'll find different ways to drink your coffee you know what i mean there was i think i learned different types of coffee just from going to coffee shops because you know they have the the filters they have the presses they have the espresso machines they have everything right they take it so seriously so it's i definitely encourage someone to like look up different coffee shops um some of my favorite have been um well the, the coffee in general that i really like is called fulcrum coffee the taste is just amazing and they are based out of seattle and south seattle but they sell um they sell their coffee throughout different coffee shops and i really love Preserve and Gather in the Greenwood area because it's just so brightly lit. It's very colorful, welcoming, and they occasionally have a vegan pastry there, too. Uh, But the Fulcrum Coffee Shop is up. There's one downtown now, and then there's one in South Seattle. Um, Another cool vibe is in uh, UW, in the U District area, which is called Santos Coffee. I remember I really liked that coffee shop a lot. Victrola is also a really popular coffee shop amongst Seattle locals, and that one's in the Capitol Hill neighborhood. They have two locations there. So it's it's just fun checking out different coffee shops in Seattle, right? Like, you could definitely check one out each time. Um, Going back to Starbucks, though, I will say a place worth visiting is the Reserve. The Seattle Reserve is... Uh, is definitely worth checking out and looking at because it's just beautiful. They've made that building just amazing, and you can get like bread there now and other savory cheese since they've partnered up with um, a bakery there. Uh, and so it's it's an experience. There's always a line. It's always busy, but I think it's it's definitely fun and worth checking out.
0: Eunice, I know you're a big mac and cheese fan because I've seen you in your videos talking about different <laughs> yeah. mac and cheeses <laughs> vegan mac and yeah. cheeses that you have. Um, tell me about vegan mac and cheese in Seattle. Where's your go-to place?
1: Okay. Yes. So if you ever go to Seattle, nine times out of 10, and you say you're vegan, people are going to be like, oh my gosh, you have to go to Plum Bistro. So Plum Bistro is ran by Bikini Howell and she has like elevated plant-based cuisine and but it's also comfort food at the same time. And they also, I think, do all day happy hour on Mondays still. Um but Bonus. one of, the, yeah, so one of the go-to dishes that I recommend everybody try, and what everybody always says you have to try is the mac and yeast. It is on the appetizer menu and it's, it is smaller and it's $12, just so you guys have a reference of like the kind of restaurant this is, but is amazing. Like it's just yummy and oily, but the perfect amount of oily and it's cheesy. It's, it looks, it's like a, it's almost like a smaller baked mac and cheese kind of thing, and it's just oh, it's just so good. It's literally love it for a bite every time you have it. <laughs> it's definitely worth getting, even if it's like sure you might think this is like a small a smaller on um, smaller size for twelve dollars, but who cares? It's worth it.
0: <laughs> I think sometimes it's hard to find good just mac and cheese in general because it can be kind of gummy sometimes and maybe it's been mm-hmm. sitting around a little bit so when you find a good one like at plum bistro man you got to latch on to that because i think finding mac and cheese really good mac and cheese when you're out can be kind of difficult sometimes so i'm glad there's a good place in seattle
1: oh no i'm just gonna say there's definitely other places that sell mac and cheese that are pretty good it's just like that one was like that one definitely a must try. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good deal. Let's move on to tacos because I watched a video you did and I just thought it was the most genius thing that I've ever heard in my life because you came up and it seemed like it happened on the spot. Like as you were thinking of this, you were saying it, you were trying a uh, vegan chili relanos and I can't remember the name of the place where you did it, but you said they need to come up with a vegan chili Rolano taco. And it's like, I've been eating chili Rolanos for decades. I've loved them. And it never occurred to me to put it inside a tortilla, but it's the perfect combination because you've got the the pepper and the cheese and all the good stuff, and then you have it wrapped in a tortilla. I mean, this is like-
1: I know. This, this is more like people this Pulitzer salad. Prize-worthy
0: <laughs> geniusness, Eunice. Thank you.
1: We need to propose this to people and put my name on it. <laughs> the rated V
0: taco. Just call it the Eunice. Exactly. <laughs> so Tell me about this. Yeah. So that
1: restaurant is called Luna Azul, and um, they specialize in Mexican cuisine. And obviously, a staple to Mexican cuisine is chile rellenos. And they're usually poblano chilies that are stuffed with cheese i don't know now if they were uh the if they make a vegan version but i'm sure they do. no they did i can't remember sorry it's because that video just disclaimer i was vegetarian so those are the early days of rated V when it was like a vegetarian okay. vegan channel and then i became vegan so that it became a vegan channel <laughs> but um but what's it called yes so um they had a bunch of different dishes They for vegan tacos but they did have ve- a lot of vegan options like tons and um the reason i came up with the whole idea is because so typically in a lot of mexican restaurants you can find um tacos de rajas so rajas are essentially roasted poblano peppers that are sliced so those are like in strips so that's why they call it rajas and so it's essentially the same pepper it's just one of them is stuffed with you know with with whatever ingredient you have and then typically it's cheese and then and and it's dip So a Ciudadiano, for those that don't know, traditionally, it's stuffed, it's roasted uh, roasted pepper stuffed with cheese or whatever, um, like vegan cheese in this case, or whatever ingredient you want. And then it's dipped in some kind of like egg batter, but the vegan version will be like chickpea batter. That's how I found is the best one um, to replace that. And then you fry it, and then it's uh, drenched in a red salsa and it's delicious. (laughs) It's one of the best dishes ever. So imagine that cut up and then put in a taco because all these plates are always served with tortillas, right? Tortillas, rice, and beans. That's your typical Mexican plate, which is the best way to eat anything. So, of course, obviously, like you kind of make your own tacos when you are served with tortillas and you can add like some rice and then just like a, you know, a good chunk of the chile relleno and it's it's delicious they really should just sell chile relleno tacos like you said like I don't know why nobody does this I mean they do take a while to make I guess that's probably why we probably this way too much effort but I think it'd be worth it for sure
0: absolutely I mean I'd I'd line up for that you know days right? in advance <laughs>
1: now I'm craving now I'm like oh I haven't had chile rellenos in a while I should make them <laughs> I should make a video a recipe write a video for that actually
0: Absolutely. Put it on the list. I'm sure you're busy. Yeah. Eunice. Let's uh, you're you're like me. You you like dessert, so let's talk dessert because I I love all the dessert places that you went to in Seattle. Um let's oh, I don't yeah. know, where do you want to where do you want to start talking about dessert because there's so much to talk about. Should we talk oh, let's talk gosh, about yeah. Let's talk about cupcakes first because I only recently came into uh, understanding this method of eating cupcakes that you demonstrated, and I'd only heard about (laughs) it a few weeks prior to that. So um, maybe there's other people who are listening now who aren't aware of this genius method of eating cupcakes. So before we talk about the cupcakes themselves, talk about how you eat a cupcake, Eunice.
1: Okay. For those that don't know, the perfect way to eat a cupcake is to cut the cupcake stump if you will in half and then you take the bottom half and you sandwich it on top of the frosting and then you press it all together so you essentially eat the cupcake like a sandwich but now you get frosting in every bite and it's the perfect bite all the way around and you don't have to get frosting on your nose or any of that it's (laughs) literally the best way
0: ever. I, I love this method. And um, I'm so happy that you demonstrated it because I, like I said, I just stumbled upon this a few weeks ago and then I saw you do it. And I'm like, oh, this is a thing. This isn't just a couple of people. Yes. I mean, this is, this is, so this needs to take over the world. I think uh, this method yeah, of definitely. eating cupcakes, what, what's your favorite cupcake place in Seattle?
1: Cupcake Royale for sure, because they have the best vegan chocolate cupcake. They, I think that's the only vegan option they have. They are very popular in Seattle among, amongst locals um, who are non-vegan, but they do have that um, vegan cupcake all the time. And it's just, oh, it's a del- it's like a just a little del- chocolate cake, but mini size. <laughs> Everything about it is just delicious. I think, like, I remember a long time ago, because I remember I told you I was still, like, vegetarian. I remember I compared the vegan one to the non-vegan one, and I was like, the vegan one just tastes so much better. Like, it honestly does. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's, so, it's delicious. Um, But something I want to say is, like, Seattle is, I think, one of the best places for vegan dessert, in my opinion, compared to Portland and uh Vancouver, Canada. Like, if it's in the Northwest... Only because like you can find so much even in just one neighborhood. So the the Capitol Hill neighborhood of Seattle is where you want to do your vegan dessert crawl. Because you have vegan ice cream. You have vegan cinnamon rolls. Uh, vegan cupcakes. What else do you have? You have vegan donuts two types of places there's just (laughs) so much there you can do vegan cookies you can do vegan churros you could do everything actually no yeah you can do vegan churros i think correct um no don't don't um quote me on that i've checked again (laughs) but yeah there's just so much you can do within that uh like within walking distance you can walk to all these places and oh that's what it was hot cakes oh my gosh let me just tell you the one dessert that everybody mandatory has to try when they go to seattle so there's a uh, cafe called hot cakes in seattle they have two locations one is in the ballard neighborhood which is the original one and then the newer one is in capitol hill and that one's bigger and even has like a little fire pit for people to hang out something to know about this place is that it tends to get really really busy at night so i think people like to go there after dinner or just hang out it's like a late night spot it's kind of always busy but that's like when people when it's the most busy, so just FYI, parking might be a struggle. <laughs> um, but essentially, what it is it's like a molten chocolate lava cake. And again, they only have one vegan option, but it's always a, it's already a thousand percent worth it. And they serve it to you with vegan ice cream and everything. So when you get when you they serve it to you, you break the chocolate cake because it comes in a little cup, right? You kind of tap the top with your spoon. And then once you start tapping it, you'll start seeing all this chocolate ooze out from the top Uh, and it's like hot and warm and delicious. then you get a little scoop of ice cream and then you dip it in the melty ooey gooey chocolate cake. And it's just divine. (laughs) If I'm not making your mouth
0: water right now, I don't know what's (laughs) wrong with you. (laughs) That is just decadent, man. That sounds so good. So you said it gets busy at night. Uh, Does that mean that they have cocktails and stuff there?
1: They do. So you can even get uh they can you can get drinks they even have a vegan grilled cheese so you can get a savory option too um they make boozy milkshakes so you can get a boozy vegan milkshake um mm. so yeah it's 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 a pretty cool spot
0: see i would i would want a glass of red wine with my vegan molten chocolate cake i think <laughs> that would just that would really put it over the top i think right <laughs> You also mentioned donuts. So let's, let's talk about a couple of the donut places in Seattle. Uh, what places do you like to go to?
1: Yes. So the one place I would say is my favorite is Dojo. Dojo is pretty new. They opened, I believe, in 2021. Um, or 2020, I think, actually, when they started their truck. And now they've expanded. Now they have two locations. One is in West Seattle, which is a really cute neighborhood. More suburbans by the beach, uh, by Alki Beach. And then... Um, Then there's one in Capitol Hill again, because again, Capitol Hill has everything. And they are the first yeast raised vegan donuts. So they're if you're all about that fluffy, yummy, sweet donut, they got you covered. They have some of the best fritters ever. Like literally some of the best. And then Mm. but if you like um cake style donuts, you can go to Mighty O's, because Mighty O's has got you covered for the cake style donuts. They actually (laughs) don't advertise that they're vegan at all like you won't see it anywhere on their, um, any of their marketing materials or anything, but none of their donuts have dairy or eggs. So they're all naturally vegan. I think they do that because they want to market to like the general public, obviously. And so, but they are, they also have a lot of creative flavors and they are delicious as well.
0: So someday I'll tell you the story about, um, my first job when I was 15 years old, I worked at a Dunkin donuts and, uh, one one day I, I set the kitchen on fire by accident so oh no <laughs> no nobody was hurt yeah that's, that's <laughs> the the, the all building <laughs> the building remained standing and no one was hurt but yes. yeah the the cleanup took a while
1: <laughs> oh no i can imagine
0: <laughs> yeah that's what you get for putting a 15 year old in in charge of the fryer you know right not, oh no not a good idea ah <laughs> uh, so you also mentioned uh, vegan cinnamon rolls. So we got we got donuts. There was the donut craze, and then there was the cupcake fr- uh, craze. And I'm wondering if the cinnamon roll craze is going to be the next thing. It would, it would only make sense, I think. Um, what are the oh, what's yeah. vegan cinnamon rolls like?
1: Oh, yeah. I definitely think the cinnamon roll craze is already here. I'll see like different places popping up all over the place. Um, okay. But the place to go to is called Cineholic. Um, fun fact, they were a Shark Tank participant and that's how they kind of blew up and became, um, big, I guess. Uh, they have, they're a national chain. So there, you can find them in different cities. So there's one in, there's multiple locations in, in California. They have them, uh, here somewhere in Portland. I have to double check on Portland, but I, for sure they have them in Seattle. Basically, it's custom cinnamon rolls. Everything in there is vegan. It's everything vegan. And so you can just get crazy delicious cinnamon rolls. Like my favorite, for example, is the hot, fresh, ooey gooey cinnamon roll, which is all of them, obviously. If you used to have cinnamon back in the day, if you know what cinnamon is, it's essentially a vegan cinnamon. That's how it tastes like. And it's okay. just delicious. Um so the one I usually like to get is the one with peanut butter frosting and then I got <laughs> crushed like Oreo cookies, but it's not Oreos. They actually make their own cookies in house. I think, they, oh, sorry, they make their own peanut butter cups, but then, like, they uh, the, they uh have Oreos. So they crush Oreos, and then I ask for more peanut butter cups. <laughs> and then some, like, <laughs> chocolate syrup on top is super extra, but that is, uh, if you love chocolate peanut butter, I recommend the combo for sure. But they have oh everything. Like, they have cheesecake flavors, they have, you know, like, you know, original, or they just have a bunch of frostings, like, tons of frostings and toppings, and they also have cookies, I think. And so yeah, it's it's definitely a Disneyland for a sweet tooth person.
0: <laughs> that is just over the top, Eunice. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have to we're gonna have to see if they can uh franchise out here in Portugal because I think I'd enjoy that or maybe right? I'll just have to do it next time I'm back, I'm back in the States. Yeah. Um, the, l- let's finish up our dessert with uh ice cream. Uh you met- you did mention Ooh, a yeah. little bit of ice cream before at hot cakes, but let's mention some other vegan ice cream because Um, I've said this before on the podcast. I think vegan ice cream is really, really getting good now. Um, For a while there, it was really hard to find good vegan ice cream other than just fruit sorbets. But vegan ice cream is getting really good, and um, I I love having it. So uh, what do we find in Seattle?
1: Yes, hands down, Frankie and Joe's. You have to go to Frankie and Joe's for vegan ice cream. Um, They have three locations. One's in U District, the other ones in Ballard, and then in Capitol Hill as well. Essentially, they just, they make their ice cream base from cashews and coconut milk, and so it just—it tastes so good. And what I like about them is that it's also everything's gluten free, and they like they're, they have so they make their own waffle cones in house that taste like cookies. It's so good, and then um, they even offer a sugar-free versions every once in a while so they, there's one that they always have sugar-free and that's one that's sweetened with dates which is really nice so if you're trying to avoid like um cane sugar they have um, a, an ice cream that's sweetened with dates it's their chocolate one and it's really good but they have i just love that they have very unique flavors like they have one that has activated charcoal in it um they have my favorite ones tahini chocolate super cookie is so good So it's like a chocolate ice cream with like tahini cookies in there it's so good um but they have they always have three feature flavors of the month so they're always changing their flavors each month you know it keeps you coming back obviously right because you always want to try the new flavors but they always have the staple flavors there too and it's just it's really good
0: sounds awesome frankie and joe's in seattle there you go always looking for a good vegan ice cream that sounds awesome yes well Eunice. Thank you for indulging me in Seattle because we just, I mean, mac and cheese and chocolate cake and ice cream and cinnamon rolls and chili Rolanos. I mean, this has just been absolutely over the top. It's just great. Um, Thanks for all your recommendations on Seattle. I appreciate all your your knowledge about this place that you lived at and uh, where you lived. And um, we're definitely going to be keeping up with you this year and in forthcoming years on Rated V because your channel is just so not only is it informative, but it's also super entertaining, which is why I love watching uh, whenever you have a new video coming out. So thanks for being on Destination Eat Drink. It's just been great uh, catching up with you again.
1: Thank you so much. And if like anyone wants to see the video. There's definitely Way more food that Seattle has to offer in terms of vegan food, but there is a recent Seattle video that I made that um, I'm sure you can link in the show notes as well so people can view it.
0: Okay, there you go. And just like Eunice said, I've got links to her channel and videos in the show notes. Get that at radiomisfits.com slash DED221. One And be sure to subscribe to Eunice's channel, Rated V, on YouTube. I'm a subscriber. I love watching her videos. It's so much fun. Well, that's it for this week. Next week, we're talking transplanted cuisine. So you're not going to want to miss that. Until then, get over to DestinationEatDrink.com. I just posted a story about a delicious pastry from Coimbra, Portugal. Get that at DestinationEatDrink.com slash Santa Clara. That's S-A-N-T-A. C-L-A-R-A, or just go to DestinationEatDrink.com and click on the blog tab. And if you like Destination Eat Drink, be sure to rate and review us on your podcast app or on Facebook at Destination Eat Drink. And thanks to the folks at Best Podcast UK for naming Destination Eat Drink one of the best travel podcasts. I'm so happy to be included with the other excellent programs that they named. Destination Eat Drink is distributed by the Radio Misfits Podcast Network and a guy who wouldn't call 911 because his donut was burned, Ed Silla. Thanks, Ed. I'm Brent Peterson. I'll see you down the road. Join us next week for another culinary adventure on Destination Eat Drink, a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network.